Hello, all you freaks out there, and welcome to the Have Yourself a Freaky Little Christmas special here on the Freaking Awesome Paranormal Show. I'd like to very, wish everybody a very happy National Hard Candy Day, which, believe it or not, was my nickname in high school. Thank you very much. They call me Hard Candy Jones. And it is, of course, National Emo Day. So if you like dark, wearing dark things, putting dark eyeliner on, writing poetry, hitting your parents, this is your day. So very happy National Emo Day to everyone and happy National Hard Candy Day. Enjoy sucking on it. Have a great day. So tonight is going to be a lot of fun. we got a lot of special guests. But first, I want to give a, a special paranormal shout out to my friend Ashley Morgan. She is going through a lot of um, health issues right now, and she's been dealing with these health issues like all her life. And she's a very strong woman. She has been going through a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, it's just she needs, she's in the, needs, she needs our prayers uh, desperately. So I was going to do a a different paranormal shout out, but tonight I just want to send all our healing energy, all our prayers to Ashley and um, let's uh, hope she makes a, a, a recovery and hope, hopefully she lives a long life and um, you know, she needs all, like I said, she needs all the positive, positive healing prayers she can get. So definitely when you get it, say a prayer tonight, just say one for her as well. So, we have a lot of people on here tonight, a lot of guests. So I'm going to go ahead and just start shouting them out right now from a divinations, divinations, divinations by Dana. We've got Dana Marie Vollmer. Woohoo! Welcome. Hello. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Blessed Yule. Happy Hanukkah. All that good stuff. Happy Hard Candy Day. And thank you. Happy Emo Day. Thank you. Fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and from uh, Pongo Paranormal, we've got Heaven Ben Heaven Benoit. Hello, welcome. Happy holidays. <laughs> from hey, Spirited Investigators Paranormal, we've got CJ. What is up? Hi. How are you? Merry Christmas. You too. And from for Pongo. the uh, Hawaiians out there, Malikimaka. Mela Kalikimaka and Valise Navidad for all the Spanish speaking, our Spanish speaking fans. From Pongo Paranormal, we have Sarah Hall Hayes. Welcome hey. back. Long time no see. I love Feliz it. Look at this. Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> Don't stop believing. And from the Orion Effect and F. And FPRI Paranormal, we've got Rhonda Harris Dowdy, and sometime hey. CR Zara will be joining us tonight. Merry Christmas, guys! You Happy too. Merry all the things. All the things. Merry everything. Merry everything. <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Rana Ham Rana <laughs> Whatever holiday you celebrate this time of year, enjoy Happy it. We almost made it to 2024. Oh my gosh. I mean, 2020 feels like, almost feels like, it feels like a long time ago because of like, the COVID thing, but also it feels like yesterday at the same time. It's weird how time works. Uh, like 
perception of time. Hey, hey, Howie, works. Especially if you have kids, time flies by. That is true. Oh my you gosh, know, it does. I was um, I was talking to my, to my therapist today, and uh, I was talking about like how Thanksgiving. I when Thanksgiving came, I was like, oh, we have all this time in the world until Christmas gets here because it was like middle of November, you know. And I'm like, all right, well. It's like a month and a half until Christmas is here. I swear it feels like Thanksgiving was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It does. I swear my perception of time has been warped since 2020. Like now I don't. Time is an illusion and today is yesterday and also next year. Like it It does. I think 2020 just everything just ran into each other. It was just one long week. Yeah, it was. Longest week. Yeah. yeah. The longest week of my life was 2020. I'm guessing oh, CR is going to come on. Mm, I, sent him, I sent him the link. Hopefully he, he uh, can get on here. If not, he'll hopefully he'll send me a, um, a message or whatever. Oh. So we need to talk about some weird holiday stuff and do some, um, Holiday would you rather's, which are always Ooh, fun. To do. Um, but first, let's talk about like what does Christmas mean to you? I'm gonna start with Dana and the go to go, you know, Heaven, mm-hmm. Rhonda, Sarah, then CJ. Okay. Well, Christmas, it's a tough one for me to like verbalize because it's a feeling to me. I don't mm-hmm. think that mm-hmm. it's like an actual word or any like that you could describe, but I guess the best way to put it is like how I feel when I think about like my childhood memories of Christmas, if that makes sense, like going to see your family and things like that. I don't think it's about the presence or anything. It's more like on the spiritual side, it's more like that reconnecting the, um, the light coming back in and things that effect like that the Wiccans would have. And of course, I'm not articulating it perfectly because five concussions, but we'll, we'll but it's more of just like a feeling. There's a certain thing that in the darkest time when everybody comes together, because it's the darkest time of year and we're just there for one another. You have all these family mm-hmm. gatherings, you have the great food, you can celebrate. So to me, it's more of that feeling than anything else. Yeah, I agree with you on that because I mean I think a lot of people they 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 look at Christmas as just well we got to get the presents we got we have to do all this stuff and they forget to remember what it's about in the like in the long run. Like, you know, they, mom, they, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, my mom adopted um, four of my family members in a kinship situation. So for my adopted younger siblings, the ones eight and. To look at the holidays through his eyes to me is what it's all about. It's about that feeling, that wonder, like magic. We tell him it's Christmas magic. No. <laughs> and that's how we always um, relate it because uh, especially with me being there and my beliefs being so different from theirs, we kind of incorporate the magic that I sometimes will do with them and Christmas together. So Christmas magic. Oh, that's sweet. That is. The world needs more Christmas magic. It does. I agree. <laughs> All the Christmas magic. 
How about you, Heaven? I agree. It's definitely a feeling more of like sometimes you have like the joyous side of it. Then mm-hmm. you also have like, you know, the emotional and sadness. You missed your loved ones, stuff like that. But um, I always feel like it's mainly about the kids and stuff and just the experience. Like she said, childhood memories kind of as adults, it's not the same for us. So we kind of cling on to the childhood memories just to kind of, you know, help us get through. And then, um, I mean, I feel like it's always, you know, about the kids and trying to make them enjoy the holidays and spending time with family and enjoying your break together if you get one and stuff like that. Yeah. What about you, Rhonda? I mean, I have to say I kind of agree with both of these ladies, but I think it's really just about it, it's a feeling, but it's like all of the emotions. Especially yeah. as an adult, I think it's the feelings. You still can get those feelings of wonder and relaxation and being around your friends and family, and that all feels good. And then the the, the, the somber parts where you miss people that aren't around anymore, and that maybe hits you a little bit harder. I feel like this time of year, I'm just more in my feelings all together. Uh-huh. From, like, it's a lot of highs and it's a lot of lows, so it's kind of all over the place. Um, this year, I'm just trying to look at all of the – really look at just all of the positive things. Like I'm looking forward to time with friends and family. I'm also looking forward to, as an old, I actually get some vacation time. So I'm looking forward to doing things like I did as a kid, where you stay up as late as you want to watching TV, reading books, doing all the things and sleeping in, you know, not adulting in the fullest of fashion. But I think for me, it, I get where it can be so overwhelming because it's a lot of highs and lows all at one time. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sarah. I agree with Rhonda. It's very much lots of highs and some lows. Um, stressing about presents. Find so many gifts. <laughs> um, my wife's family is huge. So we have lots of different parties that we have to go to during the holiday seasons and so that's real stressful that i don't have a i don't have a weekend to myself but i do love spending time with the family and that's something that i look forward to during christmas but i know that i get to spend time with my family um and then missing the ones who have passed um not having them here, like the traditions that, that we had, you know, you got to kind of make new ones now that they're no longer here. And that kind of, it's, it's sad having to make new ones. Um, but to me, for the most part, it's, you know, being with family. I, mean, I agree with you there as far as like, you know, you, you reminded of, the people you've lost through the years more on this during this time of year. Um, so it's like, it's kind of a, a bittersweet type of type of thing where it's like, you're very happy, but you're also, you're sad because of your people that, who helped make Christmas what it was in your childhood may not be here anymore. And yeah, sometimes you feel, you almost feel like, you get to this time of year, you feel like you should be feeling a certain way. And sometimes you just don't. And you feel bad about that. Just like, why am I not feeling merry? I feel like I should be, I feel like I should just 
if I don't feel a certain way, it's not really Christmas. Yeah. And you're trying to feel the way you did when you were a kid, but just that's just not going to happen. Yeah. You, know, you just got to look yeah. at it from a different perspective, you know? How about you, Sajay? So, um, basically for me, um, we've had kind of a curse in our family where people die in January. So I had to learn pretty young that everything is Christmas. You know, when you have these family members that are around, I have a very large family on my mom's side and we used to all spend Christmas together. And then we started losing family members. And for some reason they all started dying in January. So they learned pretty quick that when they're there for Christmas, spend as much time with them as you possibly can. Mm. And it's just all about having those family moments because, you know, you're going to look back on it and say, Oh my God, wasn't that so much fun? You know, like our uncle was around filming all of us opening our Christmas presents and our grandfather sitting there reading us the night before Christmas story. And, you know, it became a tradition in the family. And then, um, I remember one of my favorite things was I was working one year and I was just about to go home. And it was the very last year that we had with my uncle before he passed. And I was working and I remember everybody was rushing around trying to get stuff done, get it all done, get the presents purchased. And I just stopped for a second and it was like, I felt something different in the air. And it was like, Oh, okay. That's, that's what Christmas feels like. There was kind of this, this magic energy around me and I don't know why but I suddenly it suddenly overcame me and it was so peaceful and I was like oh wow okay well that's that's really awesome actually and I loved that feeling because I was like how is nobody else feeling this like they're not stopping for a minute to feel it they're not stopping for a minute to remember what Christmas felt like and, you know, it, it was just this magic energy in the air that you're just in awe of it. And I was like, I wish everybody would just stop, slow down, feel this for a minute. This is really cool. Right. You know, so and now I have all of these nieces and nephews, you know, and I cannot wait for them to sit down and open their Christmas presents and, you know, see the look on their faces like, wow, you know that's so cool and you know stuff like that so that's what's exciting and this year i've had a little plus side um i feel like a little kid but i belong to a small business group here in town and we have our own santa claus and he's fantastic i love the guy so much he is just amazing he's like the you know if there was the real deal that's him he's for me you know i'm like he's santa you know and so he friended me on facebook and there's just something that brings just this like childlike you know feeling when you turn on your facebook and it says you know santa liked my my post or you know santa (laughs) liked my comment (laughs) it's like oh my god i love this so much right now and i got pictures (laughs) with him and got to give him a hug the last time i saw him and i was just I just felt like a little kid all over again, you know, I'm just like, I have a Santa Claus. I love it. <laughs> I <laughs> There's pictures on my Facebook of me hugging him. And I was, he caused me to burst into giggles. He, when he gets a picture with you, he takes out this little flip sign that says naughty and nice on each side. And 
when I was standing there with him, I didn't notice that he had this in his hand. Well, I felt his arm move and I was like, what are you doing? And I looked over and he flipped the sign over to Naughty. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the Naughty list. And then they took the picture. And I was like, this picture like, You're getting cold oh. this year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's kind of great. I feel like a little kid all over again. So uh, hopefully I'll get to see him in a couple of weeks here. But uh, he stops in where I go. see him on uh, Sunday night when he comes to your house to deliver presents. Cause... Right? Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> he he said at our business meeting, this is our busy time of year. We're getting ready for our busiest time of the year. And I about lost it and just giggling. Aww. It was so great. And I was like, he's Santa Claus. He really is. Yeah. <laughs> I so, was um yeah. I was thinking about what you said about the feeling of Christmas. Yeah. Just it, it's it's something it's 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 like you're with what um Dana was saying earlier. It's 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 intangible you can't really explain it right it's right it's like this air. energy that comes over you and you're just like oh oh i had to catch my breath for a second there that was really cool just yeah. this magical feeling of like okay well that's what christmas feels like i remember that you know there's a, yeah. there's a big difference between december 15th when everything's up and everything's all you know the lights and everything are up in january 15th yes yeah. yes right. There was a, I saw this meme. I always share it. It comes in January. It's like, there's a Christmas tree, right? It's all decorated and then animals are all singing, having a good time. It says December 25th and then January 25th, all of the leaves, all the pine needles are off the tree. It's all barren. The snowman's all shivering like this. <laughs> it's all depressing. You know, because it's like, when I was when I was little, like the day after Christmas, it might as well have been a funeral, because I was so sad. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, Christmas is over, and it's just <laughs> like the well, worst like, day ever. It's like when you first take all your Christmas decorations down in your house, and all of a sudden your house yeah. is so empty. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how did I? How do I survive without all the lights and the prettiness and you know brightness? So I see why people keep them up. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. I I I put them up right the day after Thanksgiving, and then I take them down when spring comes. I'm actually considering. My mom has these lights that are like um, LED lights for outside, and they're controlled, so you can change the color. So that. she can put them up all year round because then they're like oh, that black, so cool. purple, you can make them oh, neat. red. And I'm like, I need those because they come <clears> up <throat> once hey, all year round. <laughs> Always have happy lights. Don't have yeah. no about it. And I'm considering just leaving the tree up and making it like a Valentine's Day tree. Right. That's what my yeah. friend does. Yeah, we keep our tree up all, all year. Well, this is all as as can. I decorated mine like will love having a tree designs up all year. one year. Your Do cat what? would love that tree up all yeah. year yes. long. That's Stella. She's the newest addition. She's five months old. This is her first Christmas, and she is a hot mess. She <laughs> <laughs> is so looks like a spaz, spaz cat. My other cat is about three, and he never climbed the tree. She taught him how to climb the tree. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, little shit. Yeah. <laughs> little shit. 
It's just chaos. If you can see what was going on outside of the view with a camera here, it is uh, chaos. Like, like a cat show, just real live feed on the cat show. Facing each know. other, fighting, doing kung fu flips, and lunging <laughs> at the tree from like six feet away. <laughs> it's insanity. I've actually seen that before, but outdoors. Um, <laughs> My best friend growing up, one of the last times I was out at their lake place, their two cats were going at it and they were jumping at, jumping out at each other from other trees and doing like these ninja flips and, you know, crouching tiger, hidden dragon type stuff. And I was like, wow. Okay. I really quickly wanted to go back to Christmas because I always wanted to comment on something that CJ had said about like, how Christmas is different once you start losing loved ones too. Yeah. I really think that that also puts like that Christmas magic in the perspective when you start to take it for granted and it's just the same thing year in and year out. When you start to have those losses, because unfortunately uh, my personally, I'm not growing up. I'm going to stay 27 forever. I never got a year older than that, but As time goes by and you start to lose people, you either get so lost in the grief on the holidays or you start to become more appreciative of the magic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I can say that, um, well, and Sarah will probably get this too, because you said your wife has a big family. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mom's one of seven. My dad's one of eight. Oh, my gosh. So, oh my gosh <laughs> so holidays for me were um smile for the camera my camera face is on point and um, <laughs> but on my mom's side we had a lot of losses stemming in a very short amount of time so like her fa- her side of the family went from like huge to now there's only three. Oh, oh my wow. gosh and um then my stepdad her husband passed away last year and i had other deaths in between like my dad's side my husband but that made me appreciate the holidays so much more because and that magic of having everybody there and the laughter Mm -hmm. because when you start to lose them and you realize that you took that for granted Mm -hmm. their memory makes it magical but then you want to make it more magical yeah yeah you want to hold on to that that's what my mom did too. She lost her mom when she was a teenager, but she kept her mom's traditions. Like her mom would buy them a new pair of pajamas every year. Oh my she god, does Christmas that for pajamas! Us. We do that. Yeah, yeah. we did too. Her mom we tried doing that. We her mom did that, so they kept. Match. She kept the tradition around, and yeah, she's like, my mom loved Christmas, and she she did these things, and I'm gonna do the same things, and. You know, and you wish that, you know, she was there with you, even though I never got to know her because she died when my mom was a teenager. Mm. But, you know, it's like, you know, that you miss that person, like if they were here, you know, and then when I was a teenager, I lost her dad, my grandfather. Mm -hmm. And then my dad's dad passed away um, April three years ago, you know, so just thinking, you know, I remember the things that we did when they were here. We just, you know, we'll talk about that all the time. Like yeah. he would, he would always give us, you know, cash or he would buy us something special as a Christmas present. And um, there were certain foods that, you know, him and his sisters and his brother all lived together on the farm. And so they would, 
they would bake and come over and we would open Christmas presents and watch Christmas movies together and play cards at the kitchen table. And, you know, so I, you know, I wish they were still here, but that's what I remember every year was we would go to my mom's side. Then we'd go to my dad's side and everybody spent Christmas all together. Yep. Christmas decorate their tree on Christmas Eve growing up or was that just like it was always way before like a week we do ours on Thanksgiving a week before Christmas we did ours on Thanksgiving but like or anything we used to do it okay yeah yeah Yeah, we we do ours like two weeks after Thanksgiving because growing up we did two trees we did my grandpa my grandma and grandpa's tree and then we would do mine on Christmas Eve and I talked to so many people and they're like, you wait till Christmas Eve to decorate your tree. Yeah. I was like 18. Cutting it close. <laughs> no, mom puts her Christmas tree up right after Thanksgiving. And then one of the things that I used to do was late at night when everybody else would go to bed, I would turn off the TV, turn off the living room lights and flip on the Christmas tree lights. And I would lay underneath the tree. <laughs> Yes. And I would just, I would just yeah. be peaceful, just laying there underneath the Christmas tree, you know. And it was just so pretty because it would just light up the room. It just sparkled across the room, like yeah, <sighs> I love this. Christmas. That's still one of my favorites, though, to like lay in the room with just the Christmas tree on and watch movies. Like, it's yeah, just yeah, it's relaxing. Yeah, yeah. It's like like having a fire in the fireplace. Yeah, and then I brought something with me here. This was the very last Christmas gift that my grandfather gave me. Oh, my kitty. She's cute. <laughs> cute. <laughs> so we have got some. We got fifty, which I don't know if we we'll go through, go through all of them, but you got uh, fifty funny would you rather's oh, okay. holiday right. Christmas would let's you rather's here, guys. So let's see. First round one. Yes. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. Exactly. First, would you rather chug a gallon of eggnog in 15 seconds or eat 300 sugar sugar cookies in 15 minutes? Uh, 300 sugar cookies. Sugar cookies. I would go with the eggnog. As long as it's Jack Daniels, vanilla bread, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is the thing we need details because i could totally do eggnog with alcohol in it um when it's it comes to alcohol, alcohol beverages i don't know how to have a full one in my hand so 300, no 300 no. sugar cookies is a lot they have jack I mean, brand eggnog oh. it's not no liquor in it I don't I never liked eggnog and then Josh made me try it. It's good. You know, you said I like the said, spiced one. You said sugar cookies and uh Wilford Brimley popped in my head when you said three hundred oh, diabetes there. <laughs> uh, beat the three hundred diabetes. If they were the small Would you rather- like uh, Pillsbury ones with the Santa Claus face on them. Yeah, I could how maybe big are the it. sugar cookies? That's the other yeah, thing. That's yeah, that's true. Thing. Yeah. Is it a big one? I mean, like, like the ones with the icing on them or like just like this? They don't go in, they don't go in, unfortunately, they don't go into the... I'm going to assume it's go for Pillsbury okay. sugar cookies, all right? And eggnog with alcohol, Southern Comfort. 
All right. Okay. If it's alcohol, then eggnog. I would take eggnog. If it's alcohol, then eggnog. But just, eggnog. just to throw it out there, this girl's yeah. chubby, and the 300 cookies wouldn't stand the chance either. But I'm going with eggnog. Girl, yeah, I'm about to say that. I could crush What's 300 like, cookies. <laughs> eggnog with alcohol wins. Eggnog no, without alcohol, sugar cookies, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those sugar right. cookies are good raw. They <laughs> are. Without the dairy, I'll join you. How much dough or, yeah, cookie dough would we take to see? Well, no, that's see that because that's salmonella. I can't even go there because I can eat cookie dough all day. <laughs> well, depending um, on who we, makes the eggnog, it could be salmonella too because technically it has a yeah. bunch of raw eggs in it. As long <laughs> as it's made eggs. with pasteurized eggs, you're okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I'm sitting here, you know what? It really doesn't matter. My stomach hates me no matter what. So I'm going to be yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be feeling rough either way after you, you know. Yeah. Do all I eggnog, I won't oh, yeah. care how rough I feel. Exactly. My daughter <laughs> loves eggnog because she calls it melted ice cream. <sighs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Angie was in here. She's not a big fan of eggnog, but she may be so a big fan of, of eggnog with alcohol in it. Maybe. No. No. <laughs> so here's, no. oh, here's Angie real quick. Would you rather chug a gallon of eggnog in 15 seconds or eat 300 sugar cookies in 15 minutes? Oh, you said it was a gallon. Are sugar cookies cooked? Because I could eat they would them be, all sugar cookies. Yeah, this will assume could, they're cooked. I don't think I could. <laughs> I think I'd rather do the sugar cookies than the eggnog. Yeah. You don't even like eggnog. I wonder if you could like do like a, really a beer like bong. I cookies either unless they're raw. <laughs> Freaking beer bong your eggnog. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> I want egg heavy on the nog. My going all over the place here because have you ever like seen the people do the milk challenge where they try to chug the gallon of milk and it's they always end up puking. Yeah, curious. But dairy puke is the worst. Yeah, but let's think too because if we substitute the Southern Comfort for like a vanilla whiskey or a vanilla bourbon, and that that would be so yummy. That does sound good. I think you probably decide what you want, how you want to drink it, or what you put in it. As long as it's eggnog, or if it's cooked or not, as long as the sugar cookies. I mean, it's, it's up to you. That's right. With some spice, you know, dealer's choice. gonna be hurting. I gotta be drunk afterwards. I gotta get something out. All of us just in the hospital with alcohol poisoning. Christmas to remember. Here's a good one. Would you rather never eat candy again or never play in the snow again? Never play in the snow again. Never play in the snow again. Never play in the snow again. I can't. I can't. Yeah, again. Because I don't really play in the snow anymore, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Never snows here, so. Getting down yeah. is the easy part. Getting back up, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm staring myself in the face with a made gingerbread house from the other night, so I'm going to have to eat the candy. I don't yeah. eat a lot of candy, but I kind of miss the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in between. Heaven said, it's, it's a, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give up candy for snow. <laughs> Stay away from yellow snow, whatever you do. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, oh my right. god! Oh my god! Story time. So it's oh, over here. What did your dog pee on? 
<laughs> no, listen, it snowed over here like last week. And so I'm at the bus stop with Isabella and I look in back of me and this kindergartner picks up a chunk of like um, frozen snow that's on the ground. And I know for a fact that a dog just came through. Ew. And so she just starts eating the the snow, and like oh my dad is just watching her, and Gross. I'm like, oh my, do I speak up? Do I <laughs> tell the dad not to let his daughter do this? And then oh I can God. hear my wife in my head just saying, "Mind your business, sip your tea, and mind your business." And I'm like, God. It was so gross. I just I could not watch her. Well, see, that's that's an unfortunate life lesson that little one's gonna have to learn, and they're only gonna do that once. Yeah, exactly. You touch that yeah. hot paint, I could do it again. When I was eat the yellow snow cone, or <laughs> my my grandparents. When I was a kid, my grandparents used to make what they called snow ice cream, and we literally made ice cream out of the snow and added, like, vanilla extract yeah. and stuff. And as I got older, I'm like, ew, that's so gross. And then my grandma would even freeze it and eat it throughout the year. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sarah, can you imagine her being out here, like, us yeah. picking snow off the car and stuff? Like, gross. Wait a minute. So that goes back to, like, you know, how they say about the generation that drank from the hose. Mm. Like, yeah. I, I yep. that was me, and we didn't mm, think anything right of it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. yeah. We didn't consider how gross that hose probably was that we were drinking out of. <laughs> like, we didn't think about how gross it was or how many bugs and spiders crawled up there and how much dirt. You're just worried yeah. about, is it going to be squirting hot water? Yeah. yeah. Or cold water. Or cool water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's hot, That's I don't want it. it. Yeah. No. But here's the thing is with, with the hose, we didn't have another option. Because if we went back into the house to get something to drink, we got yelled at. Yeah. I was locked yeah. out. Yeah. Or we couldn't go back Take out. Take your shoes off. Or right. we couldn't yeah, go we back out. out. Once you came in, yeah. you weren't going back out. I was locked nope. out until the street lights came on. Yeah, because yeah. they were paying the air condition the whole street. Right. Yeah. Oh boy, did I ever hear that phrase a lot. <laughs> you come in or out. Barn. I have yep. PTSD from like, <laughs> <in> my house. <laughs> and I think out of spite now, I will legit like if it's too hot in here in the winter, I'll crack a window rather than adjust the heat. And I really think that's out yep. of spite from my childhood. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had to yep. use the bathroom on the side of the house because I was locked out of the house. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Make your calls. You got to answer it. I was like 10 years old. Just like, I got to go potty. And mom was like, too bad. And I'm like, okay. Go to the friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> Time to water yeah. the grass. That's what my yeah, nephew geez. used to do when he was little. He just, <laughs> wherever, because we they visited their, you know, my parents, their, his grandparents out on the farm. And if my dad was out in the mm -hmm. yard, it's like, oh well, grandpa God. does it. Doesn't mean you should. Oh, my, <laughs> my <laughs> right next to my apartment building while we were, you know, while he was waiting for me to come out to the car. I'm just like, uh, <laughs> no, God, my son will do it like right in the, right in the middle of like a party outside. Yep. Like he would just like whip it out in front of anybody and just, you will not care. What? That's how Bryson is. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do it one time. And then all of a sudden they like, why do I got to go inside? Yeah. Well, I grew up on a farm and, you know, 
grown up on a farm, if you're out working the animals out in the barn or whatever, you just tuck into a stall. And but so, it was like I I did that once at my grandma's after being at the farm, and she's like, you know, we're in the city, right? <laughs> you know, this isn't a barn, right? Okay. So Angie just told me that there was a ten year old who got arrested for peeing on the side of the road in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, that's oh my Minnesota's god! Forest. Yep, one of those. Actually went to jail. Actually went to jail. It might, oh it might not have been god. Minnesota. Wait a minute. So, like, do those cops really have nothing to do? Right. Evidently, <laughs> depending on the city, there's different ordinances. I was gonna say. I mean, granted, I grew up in Philly, and if we do any research, Philly's got the best crime rate right now. Yeah, Mississippi, not Minnesota. <laughs> so, oh, oh, I can see that happening in Mississippi. Yeah, in Philly, it does like, like I live a few miles like out of, in the suburbs now, but like, if that were to happen there, they would just drive by like <laughs> that's business as usual. I used to see that driving to work. Delphia is like I got traumatized driving so to my job because yeah. I mean, Kensington Ave's all over YouTube. Like, look it up. I'm not even getting into it. Right. <laughs> seen it. Trauma. Mm -hmm. so, the cops around here, and even like where I'm at, it's like a really small town. It's only like two miles long, and. They've got better things to do. Yeah. Oh my apparently, God. apparently, That's apparently like there, there's nothing going on in Mississippi. <laughs> they're going on resting kids for peeing. Right. <laughs> so um, that's like Morris, Minnesota. You just play how many people are outside when you drive past it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the number is usually zero to one. <laughs> or two if there's a dog. Right. <laughs> so, what's your favorite Christmas movie? I can tell you what my favorite Halloween ones okay. are. I don't know about Christmas. I don't though. have a top. Oh. So I would have to say a Christmas story because that's huge in my family. Same. I love a nightmare Same. before Christmas because it takes my favorite time of year <laughs> at Christmas and puts it together. And Die Hard because Die Hard is a Christmas Ooh. movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, Bad Santa. Oh my God. <laughs> it's not Christmas until we see Hans Gruber fall from the Nakatomi Towers. Yes. <laughs> and do you see they have ornaments now with um uh John McClain like yeah. into it and he's climbing through the <laughs> so so I have Ryan never ever one? ever seen that movie. Oh do my what? god, Die Hard and Die Hard 2 are Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. I promise yes. you. Never seen Are you the only one with your regular name? <laughs> we all got elf names but you. I just well, I got, saw I got, that. Uh... Eggnog lover? <laughs> Is that what you're doing, Ryan? Yes. You guys need to know. Like, I wonder if Ryan's waiting to see how candy. long it takes us. Oh, I've noticed. Yeah, I wasn't oh, even I looking. Just, wait, I wasn't even looking at the name thing. So. I just noticed. That. Oh, I, I set mine. CR came in as Krampus. <laughs> yep. I forgot well, to ask CR what uh, Christmas means Krampus. to him. Like, Krampus Christmas. is making this big insurgence, but, like, we I feel like we need to embrace him more because something about throwing bad people in a sack and boiling them just really makes me happy. That's <laughs> <laughs> really well, bring out the Christmas it, spirit it, there. It, it's me because I grew up in Washington State, and out there we have the – 
telling of the Snaniat. And the Snaniat was an old lady that lived up in the mountains. And if you didn't, if you didn't follow your parents' directions or you were giving them a hard time or you were being bad, she would come out of the mountain at night, come down to your house, throw you in her sack, and go up back up into the mountains into her lair with you. So basically, Krampus, you need more superstitions like that to help kid, keep kids in line. Well, it, it was kind of like a Krampus, but she would come out any time of year. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so she was, was the nasty old granny that would that you would tell your kids about to keep them in exactly. line and not nope. staying out after dark. And Which that, um, that actually came out of the natives um, from that area. Uh, oh, that the, makes sense. Yeah. The Nez probably Pearson, a Wendigo. Nez Pierce and the and the sheep eaters. It so it was like probably a, weird, a Wendigo that they were like talking about. It sounds like a weird band. <laughs> I feel like I that's the other thing too like with the internet and stuff now we don't have those like great fairy tales and folklore of the areas that just kind of help keep you in line and teach you about the dangers of the world I mean how many like just like you just like um CR was saying that's a story to keep ch- children safe, to keep them inside at night when there was like bad people or animals that might attack. We tell these kids these stories now, and like unless they can find it on Google, they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. You're yeah. such a liar, mommy. There's no such thing as a lying snake. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just I call it. I said I said Isabella was going to get eaten by a lying a lying a snake called the lying snake if she kept on lying she doesn't really lie she just told one fib but i was like you better not do it again because the lying snake is going to come get you and she never lied again until like <laughs> she told me the other day she was like mommy there's no such thing as the lying snake you lied to me <laughs> we use the we have the elves on the shelf deal mm-hmm. and it, it is a godsend because whenever rj starts acting up i'm like you don't make him me go talk to the elves and he will stop whatever he's doing <laughs> you can go talk to the elf because i will yeah and whenever yeah. he's like no 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 don't 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 do that like our parents used to tell us don't make me call saying i'm not yeah no, santa claus is watching God, i have santa claus on, Santa's on watching. he dial right. <laughs> all year i i pull um, that out i don't care if it's july same, yeah. you just tell them that's part of the adult's job. We have Santa on, you know, we have Santa on our phones. Like she said, I have Santa on speed dial. If the kids get out of line, you just say, I'm going to call Santa. Right. Okay, that's what adults year. do. I mean, we know Santa. This is just what we do. I'll call right. Easter Bunny. Or I'll call Santa Claus. After right. eating, like from Christmas to Easter, it's Easter Bunny. And then there's from- something really creepy about a giant rabbit. Well, we'll I never like no, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It scares Isabella. Isabella's like, I don't, I don't mess with it. I don't want it. Why is that a thing? I don't understand why it's like. I don't go off on a tangent here, but so there's like, so much that, actually like because when you think about that, I can't pronounce words tonight. 
Words is hard. That's okay. Maybe you already have gotten into the eggnog, huh? <laughs> Leave some for us. With you figure rabbits are like a sign of fertility and eggs right. are a symbol of re- of birth and rebirth. So yep. that symbolic those symbolisms were actually taken from the pagan community and converted into the Christian community mm-hmm. when they yep. when putting adapting Easter to um oh God, I can't pronounce it. I am making myself look like a bad witch right now. (laughs) (laughs) But like so basically it was just kind of like how they did everything else, like how they moved Jesus's birth from the spring to Yule and all of that. That's Mm -hmm. where psychology came from. Now why they decided that the egg needed to poop the eggs is beyond me and that's got to be some type of commercialism <laughs> but you know as kids you know we were perfectly fine didn't even think about a giant bunny coming into our house and leaving baskets it's, it seemed completely natural like right. the grass is green the sky is blue a giant easter bunny is going to come and you know put a basket in our house and leave plastic eggs it yeah. wasn't even like why why does it even happen yeah. so I don't know. It's just weird. It's not, it's not, yeah. I feel like our generation, uh, we were just talking about this the other day, our generation, uh, generation X, we, we were, I I think a little more on the feral side and we didn't really ask questions about why there was a giant rabbit. But now if you tell kids that there's a giant rabbit, that's going to come into the house and leave them stuff, they'll probably scream. Yeah. Have you yeah. guys seen the pictures of like 1950s Easter bunnies? Yes. Oh, yes. Bro, oh my god! Scarred yeah. for life, much? Yeah, yeah right. I'm just like, mom, <sighs> how the fuck did you do this? No. Today? Like, how were you coherent <laughs> during this whole experience? And then what about yeah. the 1900s, 1920s, and all that, like Halloween costumes and stuff? Oh, oh god, I was for that. Their costumes look so cool. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where our parents and grandparents got the strength to tell us that if we don't stop crying, they'll make they'll find something to make us cry about. <laughs> because they already had to deal Without with that crap, own... and we didn't. Well, and they were funny. already traumatized. It's funny because if you look at look at this. If, if you look at the Halloween costumes that we had back in the day, oh my god! I looked at the generational rift on the Halloween masks. Costumes. Yeah, those stupid plastic masks you look with the string the behind them. That if you accidentally pull yeah. it too tight and snap yourself it's with it, not, it's okay. all eighties plastic masks and chintzy, yeah. you know, pullover things. Yeah. Now you want to know what's terrible? My mom is like a really good seamstress, and she handmade all of my costumes and they were gorgeous. Like I was a porcelain doll one year. I was a pretty witch one year. And like, you're lucky. I had all these awesome costumes, but as a kid, I wanted that terrifying plastic mask because that's plastic mask. And now the other day I'm in a consignment store <laughs> And they have one of them, like, in the collector's editions of this one little booth in there. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, <laughs> I want that. Right of passage as a child, I suppose. During the Halloween party, we used to go around and we'd, like, 
grab the elastic band on on your buddy's mask, just take it back and let it go. Oh my god, that Cruel. was like, so bad. I could feel that, <laughs> that was right not now. Fun. Yeah, I oh. think we all have PTSD from that too when we wore those. <laughs> I've got another would you like rather. Booty. Okay, what are we would rather? Would you rather Christmas edition? Would you rather only be able to speak in Christmas song lyrics or only be able to speak in Christmas movie quotes? And we'll start with Dana. Quotes 100% because I despise Christmas music. I have PTSD from it. We work in retail for 20 years. Tell me that you can listen to Christmas music. Yep. I will find a doctor to write you a script because there's something wrong with you. How about you, Heaven? I agree completely. I'd rather do quotes. I'm not like a huge Christmas music person and like I work retail, so I have a love-hate relationship with Christmas. So <laughs> Rhonda. Um, I would have to go with quotes just because if we did Christmas lyrics, I would sing them as I said them. So like if my friend said, What do you think about this guy? And I'm like, he sees you when you're sleeping. <laughs> oh my god. So no quotes. Egg Those song lyrics are creepy too. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't want to watch. I don't want an old man watching me sleep. That's creepy. But baby, it's cold again, outside. Again, we were we were perfectly okay with some old guy just knowing exactly what we did. Right. All the time. Never asked questions. Wasn't a stalker. Is that's the way it was, and you don't go against the way it was. Yeah, it's just the way yeah. of the world. No old man telling me I'm naughty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's some people that get off on that. Right. <laughs> people make good money doing that. How about you, Sarah? Um, I think I'm going to be the odd man out on here. I love Christmas music. I'm a Christmas yes. music fanatic. I don't know enough Christmas quotes to live my I life saying black, Christmas quotes. I have a black soul, but when it comes to Christmas, Christmas you Easter definitely Christmas had your Christmas up before Thanksgiving, Sarah. I told you. I, told you. <laughs> I walked into her house and was like, I still have Halloween up, and she had Christmas up before November 5th. <laughs> I had my Christmas music on in my car uh, November, November 1st. Hey, I still have Christmas decorations oh. and Halloween up at the same time. <laughs> I'm going to put them it's up. the whole holiday yeah. season. Right. Christmas. Goes all the way through. <laughs> nice. See, that's my about... Christmas pajamas is the nightmare before Christmas. There you go. Jack Skellington stuff, it's not even funny. Like oh, I a nightmare before Christmas. For our tree trimming party at my mom's house, I wore Jack Skellington pants, Jack Skellington shirt, and Jack Skellington hoodie. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cute. Um, pop, a popular opinion. I do not like Nightmare Before Christmas. What? Yeah, I just not my favorite Christmas movie. It's all right, it's not my favorite Christmas movie, but I like it. Yeah, right. not, it's not my thing. Although it's I like the decorations, I like. How can you not? Jack Skellington. Just, I don't like yeah. the movie. Just put weird, it on but... you. That's yeah. I have it in the background because, like, my husband doesn't like musicals. I, I like, like musicals. I grew up in choir and in like theater and stuff. Yep. Put it on mute. It's amazing. Yeah. You don't have to listen to it. <laughs> the animation is <laughs> just watch it. Do you guys like the Jim Carrey Grinch? I yes. love Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey. Just I love yes, hilarious. Too. 
I think if a human was going to play the Grinch, that he's the only choice because of the way he emotes. Definitely. Characteristics. Um, I don't think many humans can do the facial contortions. So to me, it was perfect cast. Nobody's uh, got the physical comedy like he does. Exactly. Yeah, he's got yeah. that down. Him and the Robin first time Williams, I saw it, I, I died like laughing. Guy. I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Those are my favorite comedians. <laughs> God. The yes, ones. Mm-hmm. No, that's my favorite Grinch, aside from the classic. But like all these new animated ones, I'm mm-hmm. like, eh. But no. make, yeah, the original or Jim Carrey. What's yeah. your Christmas Carol version? Christmas Carol version? Yeah, because there's so many versions of a Christmas Carol. The one with George C. Scott is my favorite one. Came out. Yeah, the original. Mm-hmm. Mm. You guys are gonna crack up when I tell you my favorite version. Dun dun dun. Oh, that was oh a good one too. I watched the other ones and I appreciate it, but something about a Muppet Christmas Carol coming out when I was a kid, seeing right. it with my family, and the fact that like there was little songs that made it not so like scary. Mm-hmm. That is my all-time favorite Christmas Carol. There's Christmas one Carol line in that horrible. movie where Sam the Eagle says something and says, It's the American way. And he goes like, it's the British way. Every <laughs> time I see that, just like you'll you'll love business. It's the American way. It's a oh, it's the British way. I'm like every time I see it, I just start cracking up laughing for some yeah. reason. And oh, that makes me think of something else. Like seeing those puppets. I don't know if it's like something that's done all over, but growing up in Philly, in what used to be the Wanamaker Building, that's now Macy's. Um, I think they still do it. They had an actual walkthrough of a Christmas Carol. <clears throat> With like telling the story with all like animatronics and stuff acting out the scenes. Oh wow! Yeah, hmm, pretty cool. Like, wax figures and some of them moved and stuff, and like you was literally like walking through like in like London. Oh wow! Huh. That's another cool that thing really about cool the holidays is just these small things you can get to in your hometown. The mm-hmm. lights. The the thing you walk through with the Christmas Carol, going to look look even looking at the the store displays, yeah, of little animatronic elves working on you know a shoe or a rocking horse or whatever, you know it's just really small kind of small things mm-hmm. compared to you know living little world of CGI, being able to harken back to a day when that stuff didn't exist, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I remember my mom used to take us out of school one day in December so that it wasn't busy and take us to walk through a Christmas carol. And then that same Macy's had a light show several times a day, kind of like right above where the organs are. And because that Macy's been there forever, it's something that you could probably like Google. And it was like this whole big light show of the Nutcracker. And the technology of lighting isn't like, it's kind of like old fashioned. So it's like several different lights here and like the legs blinking from here to there. But I absolutely like love that. It's one of my favorite Christmas memories. And like, I feel like we need to do more of that. Like there's the drive through lights on the farms and all now, but like those small time things that are like such a 
they've been around forever. So I don't want to say yesteryear, but like, you know, that, that brings up that nostalgia. Like, I feel like we need more of that. Yeah. I used to travel a lot for work. And one of my favorite Christmas times, I think it was like 2010. So it's been a while. We, I'd been working on a project for a while with a manager and we happened to have to go to our New York operations. And it was right after Thanksgiving and we did like the whole thing. We went to Rockefeller Center. Uh, we went to Macy's. We went to see the Rockettes. So like that was like Christmas spirit like I'd never seen. Like when you go to the Rockefeller Center tree mm-hmm. and yeah. you go see the Rockettes and you actually go to the Macy's in New York, it's like nothing I've ever seen in my life at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And I've it's been beautiful. there when it's not Christmas. It's just a whole nother world. Right. Yeah. They had a um in in Minneapolis out here uh back when Dayton's was around, they had a Dayton's and on one of the floors that's what they would do in Christmas is they would deck out that whole floor with like a different Christmas um scene every year and you could go there and walk through it. I never went, but I my dad remembers going there, my grandma taking him. I was in the oh, Nutcracker cool. back when I did ballet. <laughs> yeah, Aww. I was, I was in the Nutcracker for a long time. <laughs> I've got some news of Rihanna doing the Nutcracker when she was when she was younger. Aww. Yeah. So we're getting close to the end. We're getting close to the uh, ten o'clock hour, and. Uh, <laughs> want to give you each a chance to talk about, you know, how people get people get in touch with you and also give like a, a special message for Christmas. If you guys have one, uh, starting with uh, Dana. Okay. So if anybody wants to get in touch with me, it's divinations by Dana. That is Facebook and Instagram as well as divinations by Dana at Gmail. Um, I do video chats, uh, photograph readings and all that remotely, as well as I'll go in person. And I also do Reiki healing and things to that effect. And what was the other thing? For Christmas, Christmas message. I'll be there in five minutes. Give me five minutes. Uh, I would say like my strongest feeling this year is I just keep getting, it's going to be dark. It's always darkest before the dawn. Mm-hmm. So just remember that right now everything seems so heavy and dark, but I feel like a lot of people, like the world in general, has a lot of stuff that we're going to push through. And just like when you're walking through the woods, you have to get to the, like push through to the middle to get to the other side, and we push through the middle. So we have better things on the horizon. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Wow. How about you, Heaven? Um, you can reach me and Sarah at Pongo Paranormal Investigators. <laughs> um, I mean, you said your friend's name is Ashley, right? That's having the health issues and stuff. Yes. I'll definitely keep her in my thoughts and everything. And hopefully she'll have a better year in 2024. And if people want to contact us or check out our paranormal page, they're more than welcome to. We have Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. <sighs> Perfect. And Rhonda. happy holidays. All right. So you can find me at under Rhonda Dowdy on Facebook. You can also find me at Fredericksburg Paranormal Research and Investigations. You can find me on the Orion Effect Sunday nights at 7 o'clock. And every once in a while on Tuesdays here at 9 o'clock. Um, 
I also, I think for this time of year, I think my message is, you know, we're coming across the winter solstice, which will come Thursday. Um, and that's all about the, you know, the shortest day and the longest night of the year. Um, but, and this time is also about though, when honoring winter and the quietness of that, but it's also about honoring the return of the sun and the brightness and the light that comes back. So it's all, always good to remember that it's it, right. You know, there's always light after all the darkness. It's also time to honor the light within yourselves. Thank you. That was a great Rhonda. Sarah. All right. So not to sound like an echo, but <laughs> <laughs> you can reach uh, you forgot. myself, Sarah and heaven at Fungo Paranormal on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. We also have an email address um, at gmail.com. Um, and I guess I just want to let everybody know that, you know, um, if you're missing your loved ones during the holidays, like they're not gone. You know, their their shell is gone, but their mm -hmm. spirit is still there, very much around you. They're just enjoying everything just as much as you are. So, you know. Stay positive. Stay positive. They always show signs. Yep. Right. That's true. CJ. So, um, I'm on Facebook, and uh, Ciara and I have a group on Facebook. Um, I don't remember the name of the page right off the top of my head at the moment. Um, he can tell you about that. Mm -hmm. And then you can find my personal page at cj.memo.marie. Memo is my nickname. It means peach in Japanese. And um, I also have a page because on the side I do uh, crafting work. So I have a page called My Creations, and that is where I post all of my woodwork and all of my uh, floral arrangements that I make throughout the year. And um, I think that's about it. But everybody just have a really great Christmas. I know it's been a pretty kind of wild year a little bit for some of us and kind of some weird, crazy stuff going on in the world. But you know what? Hang in there because we just have to keep going because if we give up, you know, what's there to do? What, you know, wow. what positive is there? So just, you know, we'll fight through it. We'll get through what we need to get through and come out better on the other side, huh? Yep. Exactly. Right. CR, buddy, what you got? All right. So you can get a hold of me um, personally, if you want, at CR Zarn on Facebook. Um, I have a couple of pages. Uh, CJ and I have On My Mind podcast, which is on Facebook. And then um, we have Spirited Investigators Paranormal, which is on Facebook. We're just getting that up and running. Uh, that is actually CJ, myself, and Ryan, and a couple of others. Uh, we're just starting um, an investigation group. Um, and let's see, uh, any other? Yes, I have CR's Woodcrafts. I also do woodworking. So if, if anybody's looking for, like I do... Uh, breadboards, coasters. I'm looking at getting a lathe, so I'll turn bowls and spoons and pens. So that's uh, CR's Woodworking on Facebook. And uh, my holiday message is just um, live in the moment and remember these times because they will be gone fast. Um, it always seems to go by fast. Um, and for me, that's what I did when I was a kid. I don't remember doing it. But I, I have all those memories from being a kid. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, well, geez, 
grandpa's not there grandma's not there but you know they're there in memory so remember the good times hug your family close and just just live in the moment yeah i like that because i think when like so you're a kid is like i can't wait for christmas i can't wait to for christmas day and you forget to enjoy yourself during the holidays for me, it's not about Christmas Day because Christmas Day is just depressing to me. Because I know Christmas, the Christmas season is over. For me, mm-hmm. it's about the season. Yeah, it's live in the moment, enjoy yourself, and just take time for yourself. Take time to just, you know, breathe and enjoy the lights. Enjoy yourself. Feel the Christmas magic. Because well, once it's gone, it's gone. You know. For me, and- for me, it's not about getting gifts anymore. It's about watching my cousins and my nieces and nephews go through mm-hmm. what we went through when we were a kid. Um, having that magic moment of, oh, what did Santa leave me? Yep. Um, you know, and every now and then is as an adult, you get a cool gift too. But my I get the most enjoyment off of watching the next generation go through what we went through. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all about the kids these days, and they're all giving them the the Christmas magic and feeling it a little bit yourself, <laughs> uh, but not through. But it's not about presents anymore. Um, you can find me. You can follow the Freaking Awesome Paranormal Show on Instagram at, at Freaking Awesome Show. You can also, you know, the log the cabin on three sixty, all on Facebook. Ryan C Jones, of course, and um, you know. I want to thank everyone for coming on the show this year. Um, this is because, you know, all every you, every one of you have come on the show. I definitely appreciate it, guys. I'm looking forward to uh, Dana starting her new show in um, in January. Sarah and Heaven gonna are gonna be having a show here coming up here. And uh, Rhonda, thank you so much for helping me out this year. Anytime. Really it. Um, see our brother. I can't thank you enough for coming on here and joining me, joining this no crazy problem. ride. Hope, hope you <laughs> hope you've enjoyed yourself. Looking forward to more shenanigans uh, uh, next year. And uh, CJ, welcome aboard. Glad to have you. And uh, oh, I'm glad to be here. And all I you ladies, send us some new friend requests because I'm looking forward to having some new friends. Okay. There we go. I'm always open to have new friends. <laughs> Me too. Bringing people together on the freaking awesome paranormal show. That's what we're all about. I'll be back here. Square pig, round hole. Exactly. I'll be back here next week. Whoever wants to join me, I'll be doing the supernatural news. Ooh, fun. Same freaking awesome time. Same, Same freaking awesome channel. There we go. I got you. Yes, you did. I forgot about that. Merry guys. Hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas and uh, we will definitely get back together next year. And uh, you know what? The show turns 10 years old next year. So oh my gosh. super excited about Yay. that. It's going to be awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, hope you have a, hope you guys have a great night and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Good night, guys. Good night, Merry everybody. Christmas. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry you Christmas. Too.